Hello everyone, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. So today we are going to be discussing these infinite threads by Tahira Mafi, um, best-selling author of the Shatter Me series and This Woven Kingdom, which was the predecessor to this novel. If you listen to my podcast for This Woven Kingdom, you know I absolutely love that book. I think the character development in that book was amazing. I loved the world building as well. However, <laughs> these infinite threads fell into the trilogy trap, as I like to call it, where book two just seems to be like a whole lot of filler. It really did pale in comparison to this woven kingdom. Um, I love that. I think I'm going to trademark that, the trilogy trap. <laughs> every time I read trilogies, um, not every time. But most of the time I read trilogies, the second book always tends to feel a lot like filler. I mean, let's face it, I do love um, Lord of the Rings, but The Two Towers is a bit of a drag. <laughs> um, and no, that one's pretty good. Um, but it does seem to fall into that trap, which was really, really unfortunate because I really, really wanted to love this book as much as the first book. My biggest complaint, this book is 300 no 416 pages it drags it drags it takes place over the course of three days and it drags a lot my second biggest complaint and part of the reason why it drags so much is Alize's point of view oh my god Mafia did such a great job in the first novel of showcasing the strength of Alize and her compassion, her unwavering compassion. However, it failed here. She was just constantly crying, constantly crying to the point that she ends up cleaning Cyrus's face with her own tears. I mean, I know it's supposed to be a touching scene, but after all the crying she's done at, to up to that point, it just doesn't have the same impact as it would have, I think, otherwise. And she's always fainting. She's fainting. Ugh, so much. I just think it was such a disservice to her character because you already understood the strength of her compassion from the first novel. We already got it. It was beautiful. I loved that about her, but here it was just dragging incessantly. I will say, the most promising thing of her perspective was Cyrus is charming. I mean, at first you kind of hate him, you're like, wow, you're kind of a prick. But then, considering you tend to agree with him, especially when he says, oh my god, you're not going to cry again, are you? It's like, yep, we're here with you, dude. And then you find out just how tortured and angsty he is and how he has so little choice in his, in his life. You're just like, wow, I, I feel for you. And he is quite charming. Um, I do love him. And after this novel, I feel like he's a better love interest than Cameron. Because Cameron... It was, it was just stagnant. And that's why this book just felt like filler. The most interesting part of Cameron's story arc were the side characters, Hazad and Miss Huda. 
Miss Wood is hilarious, by the way, and I love her unwavering loyalty to Alize, this girl she only met briefly. She's so unwaveringly loyal. She's like, nope, I don't care that I have a lot of money. I'm going to go get my hands dirty and come save this girl. But for Cameron, the most annoying thing about him is he's so single-mindedly blind. Like, he has tunnel vision. And that was his worst trait in the first novel that I felt like he outgrew that by the end of the novel. It's why I like the first book so much. There's a lot of character development. And here it was like a lot of regression. And again, it made the plot drag. It's just like he's constantly angry. He's constantly annoyed. It's like, oh my God, get over it, dude. I know life has, you know, been flipped over for you, but you need to just... Stop antagonizing everyone and get your head out of your, part of my language, ass. And stop thinking everyone is out to get you. It was just, uh, he was just very annoying. It just felt, like I said, the book just felt like a lot of filler. And it felt too long. I feel like it would have been better if Moffy had incorporated themes and topics that she's going to hopefully flesh out in the third novel into this novel. I think the book could have been half as long, incorporate parts from book three into this, and you still would have had a really solid book three because there's a lot of questions that need answering. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I did like the book, ultimately. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite. I do think it pales in comparison to the first novel, which I thought was fabulous, but we'll see how it goes. Am I still going to buy book three? Of course I am. Of course. I have book one and book two. I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to read it. I'm just hoping that there is more character development. I'm kind of torn now because I prefer Cyrus to Cameron. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, all this twisted glory, um, that's book three. I, I am looking forward to it. I am. So... I do have to give this book three out of five stars, um, which is a star less than the f first book. Like I said, it just drags. It's just dragging, and the character development just isn't there. So, once again, three out of five stars. If you yourself want to purchase the book, I will include links in the description below on where to purchase. And on that note, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Please don't forget to like this podcast, share with all your book-loving friends and subscribe to it. Uh, you can also become a supporter on any of my social media platforms on Buy Me Coffee, Ko-fi, Patreon, or by purchasing one of my handmade candles. Once again, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.